leaving young girls to risk their health, doctors to watch and watch as they kill themselves. Now, I hate to sound macabre, but hey, isn't it my job to lay it on the masses and get them off their asses to fight against these fascists? So, whatever you decide, make that move with pride. Sid will be there and so will I. An insect till I die. Rhythms and sounds spinning around. Confrontations across the nation. Your block, my block, dreadlocks. What a shock. Land of the free, but not me. We are live. Finish your degree. JW Makeaway Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And an I. You're in for a special edition. Earn your degree online and power your future. Wow. I feel like I'm some sort of haunted thing here. Ah, it's very haunting. I wonder. JW Megawake Show. I am your host, the Candyman. <laughs> and tonight, you're in for a special ukulele treat. We got Sarah Lolo in the box here with a ukulele, some Hello. candies. Hello. Got some kombuchas. We're going to be uh, oh, yeah. taking calls. But wow, it's like 80 degrees outside. I wasn't really expecting that. So I know that, uh, yeah, you're in the mission here. How was the commute? Very easy. <laughs> <laughs> so much Although fun. I am wearing heels, so yeah, that was something. Very cool. Yeah, so we're all ready for the ball, the costume ball. Yes. I, um, I ran into somebody. Um, a friend actually somebody that had come through Tiki Desk concerts and they told me about this and I was just like this is like the coolest thing you I got... was gonna rehearse my I'm dressed as Amy Winehouse right now <laughs> it's I was gonna rehearse my Cockney accent but you know I need a little work <laughs> I think she's lower uh, she's great I you know as I didn't much get into Amy Winehouse until about 2014. I had a friend that was obsessed with her, wow. and then I, I couldn't. I mean, I, I think I mentioned the first time that I'd seen Amy Winehouse was on the cover of a Rolling Stones magazine. I had a crush on her. 
Uh, who is this girl? Yeah, I could just <laughs> tell she was going to be a big star, you know? Yeah. Do you have a favorite Valerie? Or Valerie, do you have a favorite? Song of hers? <laughs> yeah. I like Stronger Than Me a lot, but Valerie, Valerie's up there too, just because it's funky, upbeat. <gasps> I forget. I was, uh, I want. It was, uh, I'm trying to remember what venue was. It was in the Castro, and it was before, the, it was right before the pandemic hit. And there's this band, this jazz band that covered it. They resolved mm. it and made it like this really kind of. They covered Valerie? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's some fun. Um, I actually used to sing that with my twin, <laughs> and she would harmonize with me, so <laughs> it's fun. And I have a sister named Valerie. No way. Yeah. Wow. There's so, so many that's a, a quadruple, <laughs> quadruple entendre there. Oh, no, triple entendre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole mystery of her and her romances, and or her romance. And, her wow. heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah, with Blake. The tattoos are Ooh, perfectly done. I do also like um, Back to Black. That's such a good one. I mean, they're they're. There are so many good ones of hers. Yeah. The other one, um, I can't think of it right now. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's uh, yeah, it has this originality. There's something that I'm trying to remember what song. I want to say that I know what song it is. So look who it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it my sister? Yeah. She oh, we got a surprise guest here. <laughs> We got a chair here, so I know My what to moral support. Pull in a chair. We got a microphone and everything for you. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like there's two of me now in the in the room. So cool. Not to confuse. I know it was really you know fun being in the box and looking this way. It almost looked like like Sarah was looking into the mirror. Yes. And then yeah. You know I'm no good. That's the one that I was thinking of. You know. Okay. You know I'm no good. We reunion. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's she's got it all. How are you today, JW? I am doing well. I work from home today. I think JW is dressed like a convict right now <laughs> in the state penitentiary one uh jumpsuit. And I escaped uh San Quinn. Oh yeah. wow. That's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out what it was with with You're a fugitive. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what crime I committed. I maybe I killed someone. I don't know. That sounds more. I don't know. That sounds kind of intense. I guess it is Halloween though. Also, that's the. I feel like that's the level of of prisoners at San Quentin, right? That oh. It's super. It's packed. Yeah. That party's popping. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> I was trying to think, you know, with Alcatraz and that whole thing, you know, because at one point, you know, Al Capone was there. My theory, my what I think is that maybe they it just got too many to be too many people, and they put him in, moved up in uh, Marin County, San Quentin. It's in such a nice area, you know, that prison. Mm -hmm. Did you, um, with your escape, did you make dummies out of? Uh, barbershop floor hair and uh, <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> and, uh, and I guess you don't need a boat to get out of there but go for a little swim you know they they made the uh, rafts out of raincoats 
Isn't that crazy? I don't even know how that's possible. I did hear the mystery of being a kid, you know, being a, a Bay Area kid, that somebody managed to swim to shore, mm-hmm. but they never found him. Mm. Yeah, they have a bunch of theories about those br- the brothers that escaped. That's right. It was the brothers. Yeah. You're up on this. Yeah. Yeah, I went. <laughs> you did the Alcatraz tour. I was obsessed with Alcatraz for a bit. Still kind of am, but. Yeah, I feel like being from the Bay Area, that was a th- thing. I feel like going to Alcatraz is just a, a good excuse to have a field trip. I must have gone on five different Alcatraz trips as a kid. Just oh, as a field wow. trip. We have yet to go, but I do hear the audio tour is like where it's at. So you can actually like learn more of the stuff. Yeah. I'm going to educate myself to the point where I could lead a tour through Alcatraz. I think that's what I'll do. Because I've heard it's kind of underwhelming, actually. I don't know what it is now, but someone I talked to went in high school and said it was kind of boring. You know, that's just one person's story. So who knows? Did you like it, JW? Yeah. All the times that you I am obsessed with history. And yeah. just the, you know, I just kind of, when I'm there, I remember going to Alcatraz and be like, man, like, what if I was here, like, back when it was day. back in the day? <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah. Now they hold um, ceremonies for Native Americans. The Native Americans hold ceremonies there. Um, do they talk about that when you go? No. Oh, it's been God. many years, though, since I've went. Might need a, a refresher. Just since they closed down, um, Native Americans have ceremonies there. I would have to look into it more to know like more about it, but um, I think it's cool that they've opened that space for the natives. That's pretty cool. I think if I don't know, I mean, it's got this history behind it, but I mean, what if somebody just started decided that they wanted to live there? I wonder if anyone lives on the island. Anyways, <laughs> they must to upkeep, but. Yeah, we could we could go on. Back in the day, the guards had families there, so they had like a whole town that was, you know, they had a community that was, you know, besides the prisoners. So something there. Probably a townhouse is there. (laughs) Probably is. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. There's there's another, oh my goodness, I just, uh, I can go on and on forever. (laughs) That. That ukulele, I've never actually before I seen your ukulele. I don't think this I've type? ever seen one that that's that round. Pineapple ukulele. That's so, what I call it. I don't know if I'm a, if I'm if I heard that from someone making a joke or what, but it's fun. It's you know, looks like a banjo. Now Amy Winehouse plays ukulele. <laughs> yes, exactly. Awesome. She's sober and she plays the ukulele now. <laughs> Completely sober. There is some kombucha right there. Oh no. <laughs> Gonna get me back on the yeah. juice. Oh, there's no alcohol in it. Yeah. Well, you know, kombucha naturally has a little alcohol. Oh, really? I, you know what? Yeah. I did hear that. Can I crack this? Yeah, of course. Yeah, there's another one too. Yeah. There's a ginger fizz. And what is that one? Oh, wow. It sounds like a pro- commercial. Like it's just a refreshing health aid booch pop palm berry flavor. Yeah, I know it's mm, funny. I so good. I always thought of kombucha as being a substitution for alcohol, but if it has alcohol in it, then 
Well, it's so minor. I'm. I don't know if like your level of addiction, if it's, if it'll, you know, trigger something or not. But, anywho, <laughs> I think the 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 live cultures in it overwhelm. Good, really yeah. good. Yeah, I um. Anyways, yeah, I can go on about kombucha, but I was thinking, you know, just if you went to a bar, there was more options than just alcohol. Because I think that's yeah. kind of the situation, you know, that you walk into where you're going to open mic, you're going to see a band play and you want to, you know, hydrate yourself, but there's not really much fun to, options. Yeah. I mean, like water is like free, but maybe there was some <laughs> fun boring. Like, kombucha on tap options. Like Totally. I started getting ginger beer until I realized there's a ton of sugar in ginger beer. <laughs> I was like, there oh, is ginger, yes, in that. ginger beer. Yum. Ton of sugar. It's like a soda. It's just like a soda. Yeah. I do think that they're popping up more. We have a friend actually who's a sober sommelier and he does, that's his whole job is just making really fun. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I so it just makes guy. it fun. And he and he's been helping make the menu for new new bars opening up that are sober. That are they're just like That's an amazing idea. Yeah. I Yeah. I'm pretty obsessed with the whole tiki thing, but I'm not a big yes. booze I'm not a, you know, I'm not a big drinker, but yeah. the idea of sitting on the beach like with a tiki bar there. I mean that that's more of what I you know, imagine a daydream, sort of like a mocktail, like a like a pina colada mocktail, or um, you know, that dragon's blood. That was the one I, for the Halloween. I I experimented with that. And that was oh, a, what was that made of? It was uh, raspberries, and so uh, raspberries. So you would have to find a substitution for rum. So uh -huh. whatever you know, the substitution for rum would be, and then lime. So it was just those three. Oh, simple. And a friend of mine, actually, a few friends of mine, like they live in the East Bay in Berkeley. And there's this place called 389 Room, and they they had this uh, this drink called Dragon's Blood, and I was like, wow, that sounds cool. I was like, seven, <laughs> it was 17 bucks. I was like, this is kind of expensive, but uh, <laughs> but I tried it. I'm like, man, it's worth every every dollar. <laughs> oh, so what else, that what, what else is in there? Rum, raspberries, and lime. And lime. Yeah. Hmm. Must have been some good raspberries. Yeah, so they um they are I got the frozen the frozen ones were like I don't know it seems seemed more appropriate because it's a cold kind of slushy drink. Uh huh. Uh, I want to meet the mocktail guy. Sober sommelier. He's in the UK. Oh, it's shout shout out there. Yeah, shout UK <laughs> across the pond. Yeah, he's a really delightful man. Wait a minute. Um, did I? I might have seen it pop up somewhere because I saw somebody that was doing some sort of a um, non-alcoholic thing, mocktails. And was it sober queers with beers? No. Was that somebody else? No, it wasn't. But that <laughs> also yeah, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> That's somebody else. Um, he's just sober sommelier, but sober beers with queers. That sounds. <laughs> That sounds fun. It might not be exactly that, but I remember reading it somewhere. Uh, oh, it's so much fun. I think it's inspiring to think people are starting to make make it a thing that, you know, just 
have a good time and imagine drink mindfully. <laughs> yeah, imagine socializing without a hangover after. Yeah, it's <laughs> really dream. it's so much fun. I there's somebody so there's this open mic uh, in the Richmond district at Bizarre Cafe. So I had to bring you there one time. So I had a bunch of uh, friends from Bizarre Cafe over at a Tiki Desk concert last year. And one of my neighbors had come over with a six pack of beer. He's like, does anybody want a beer? And everyone kind of just looked at him like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. And then uh, I went to another friend because I have a lot of friends that don't drink. And uh, they had non-alcoholic uh, Coors Light or something. It was Bud Light or and if you, I didn't, if they didn't tell me it wasn't alcoholic or was non-alcoholic, I wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. And then it got me thinking: it's like if you're drinking non-alcoholic, you know, drinks Lecimo. or beers, you, you just drink it while you're driving, right? Then you get pulled yeah. over by a cop, like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> it's a clean Coors Light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just feel the ukulele is just such a bright instrument. I just no matter where I'm at, you know, I don't know. I, I keep it pretty, I'm in a happy place most of the time, but if I was in, you know, not the happiest place, a little ukulele is just like, cheers you up. Yeah. Yeah. Even yes. when you play a depressing song, it, it's still on the uke. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When did you get into playing? Let's see. I started playing in 2018. So, I've always loved singing, and we did grow up, like, our dad um, our, and our mom just loved music and were always playing it. My dad was a drummer, and he would play, he is a drummer, and he would blast music uh, in the basement and just, like, rock out. <laughs> and um, so I've always been into music, and... Uh, I loved singing, but I didn't know how to play an instrument. I always dabbled on the guitar, but never... um, I don't think I had enough patience and probably confidence to keep up with it. Um, But then I think I was just stumbling upon some... Maybe like a YouTuber or something, just doing covers with the ukulele. And I kept just hearing how it's like so easy to pick up and... So I ordered one and, you know, taught myself stuff. <laughs> it is really easy and it's like super rewarding very quickly. Um, so, yeah. Three years ago. Time flies. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Feels like a long time ago, you know. But, yeah. Dad's out there playing drums still, huh? Totally. He's, hey, you love Led Zeppelin. Yeah, shout out to Papa. <laughs> um, yeah, Led Zeppelin for sure. He was blasting that. Your favorite song, right? Ocean? The Ocean. Yeah. The Ocean, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> the Stone Temple Pilots who love the Sour Girl. Hey, what are you looking at? She was a happy girl the day that she left me. Remember? That is great. I like, yeah, I the, the lyrics, but it's your style. You just made it your own style. <laughs> and you look so much like Amy Winehouse. It's, it's wow. Trippy. Yeah. 
You really nailed it. Shout out to my twin, Rebecca, who did my eyeliner and all the tattoos. I was a tattoo artist today. <laughs> the tattoo is yes. perfected. Yeah. Getting a little smudgy, but cool. I feel like Amy Hamwainhouse really did come back to life today. Did I really got to get on my Cockney accent, tell though. You the kind of the morbid part of Amy Winehouse, our connection Aww. to Amy Winehouse. She died on our birthday. She passed away on our birthday. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is that August? July 23rd. Oh, July 23rd? Yeah. Not sure what um, year, but. So you were just, uh, you guys, you're Leo. Yep. Barely, yep, though. Right there. Leo right can't the cuss. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, JW? When's your birthday? December 3rd. December ah. 3rd. Yeah, same as Ozzy Osbourne's. I'd mentioned that Sarah <laughs> It all makes sense, you know? It was yeah. so cute. You know how we were... Um, so Sarah and I have these mugs, and they say Leo and Cancer on them. And we were just walking down the street today, and we ran into a bunch of school kids. And these, these <laughs> girls were like, we like your mug. They're and, like 10. Yeah, they're like... Yeah. It's adorbs. And um, one is like, I'm an Aries. The other one's like, I'm a Sagittarius. And then this <laughs> other one goes, sadly, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> That's and funny. And I was like, Capricorns are awesome. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And her friends were like, she is. She is awesome. <laughs> Super cute. You know, it's funny now that the schools are back, uh, you know, because my show starts at four o'clock. So all the kids, there's this big rush of kids right when I'm walking in the door now. Yes. And they were all wearing orange, and I just happened to be dressed in orange. <laughs> They're like, oh, they come to class that's with a, us. That's a con man. <laughs> or convict. Could be Leo, one of the same, I guess. Sagittarius. Our dad's a Sagittarius, December 8th. Nice. That's the same as Jim Morrison's, actually. Oh. No, I don't know how. And know our oldest stuff. sister, shout out to Rachel, December eighteenth. Oh really? That was my grandmother's yeah. birthday. Anyways, we could go. Know it's, it's somebody else's birthday. The stars connect us all. Yeah, I think so. Well, do you want me to play a song? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to warm it up. Yeah. I mean, I you know whenever you want. Warming up the yeah. vocals with some chats. Some chats. Um. Okay. So this first song, first song I'm going to play is called Mr. Blue, oh no, hang on, by Catherine Feeney. That's a, I'm pretty sure that's Italian though. No, maybe not. Yeah, if it was spelled different. Oh no, hang on. You know, as I see everyone out, and someone mentioned this, everyone plays guitar. When you see someone that plays another instrument other than guitar, it's it's nice, you know. Yeah, like what um, what was another one you saw recently that was like, oh, what are <clears> those? <throat> what's the instrument called? Oh, I'm so sorry. Breaking guitar, <laughs> like breaking accordion, ukulele. But a piano, it's just that's an accordion. That's an accordion. Are you talking about this thing? No, like the the stationary, um, it's just like a box and then it has a little keyboard on it mm -hmm. and it sounds 
sounds kind of like an accordion because it, it and they use like air to push it while it's like <clears throat> I'm gonna look it up. Okay. All right, we got Let's Sarah see. Lolo and Becca in the box here Becca. at Mutant Radio. <laughs> um, okay. Let me know if this is... Can you hear that good? Yeah, it sounds great. Okay, here we go. This is Mr. Blue. it's therapy i don't know i know that that song actually cheers me up when i (laughs) sing it (laughs) because of the words you know you know where i heard that song i'm pretty sure it was a will ferrell movie stranger than fiction it was like it's just this funny movie i don't even remember if it was that good but um is that where it's like dies or something and somebody talks to him like he can hear the he hears the voice of god or something i'm pretty sure it's like emma thompson (laughs) it's like oh you know what he's a fictional character she's writing his life Mm. and i think he's a fictional character in her book she's writing his life and i think he exists in the real world and she doesn't know it or something and then and then of course she's narrating and he he hears her narrating voice and then Huh. Uh, and then she's like, "What Walter didn't know is he was going to die the following day, like, or whatever." Wow. And he was like, "What? I'm gonna die?" Anyhow, it's a psychological thriller. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Peaceful. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's only maybe a couple of people that, you know, like saying, you know, I instantly felt like somebody just, you know, <laughs> it's just like medicine, you know, like listening to somebody <laughs> sing, you know. Or Happy to be a medicine. Kombucha medicine. When I can. It's nice in the apartment when I hear Sarah singing in her room. It's really sweet. <laughs> Unless I'm feeling angsty, you know, might get a little rage against the machine in there or Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But um Yeah, so much came I don't know, with the Rage Against the Machine, that song by Led Zeppelin, um, the immigrant song. Mm-hmm. I feel like the it's really heavy bass. It's like and I was like, that kind of sounds like rage. It seems like every rage song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, as I didn't grow up in a very musical family at all, uh-huh. which is bizarre. Um, You're the yeah. black sheep. Yeah, I don't know. I would be singing, you know, Michael Jackson in the shower, and my mom would be like, okay, nah. when did Quiet. you When did you learn guitar? <laughs> I started playing when I was six. Oh my god! And wow. my cousin, who's five years older than me, he was my my hero, and I wanted to be like him. I still, uh, I, don't know, I still kind of want to. He be was like musical. Him. I know he might be listening in. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was super musical. I remember he was in an, uh, middle school and he was in a band. And I thought it was so cool. And in his hair, his hair was dyed purple, and he was playing bass in this uh, band. I was like. Dang. The kids that were in a band, though they have they have mad clout because it's a vibe. Versus like, mm-hmm. I can say this because I was a huge band geek. <laughs> um, versus like being in being band. In band. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a band, you're way cooler than being in band. Yeah. Did you have Battle of the, the band. Bands? Did you have Battle of the Bands? Oh, we did. Up? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah did. That was super cool a cool concept like for young kids to compete it's just cool that they can organize themselves like and and do their own thing and but especially that age i love i love being in band i loved band too so not not hating on the band kids in band in the band and in band yep you just resign yourself to being you know like a (laughs) a low you have lower social capital in high school (laughs) you know so they used to do the battle of the bands at dna lounge i went to one a a while ago it was a long time ago this is for high schoolers i think it was um you didn't need to be 21 Mm -hmm. so there was probably people that were older that weren't weren't in high school but it was a under 21 kind of thing you didn't need to be you know 21 to be in there cool I have yet to be at the DNA lounge. I've heard really? a lot about it. Maybe one day. Never know. Yeah. Like those outdoor venues, though. My really uh, good friend is it's like, I'm not going to go anywhere unless it's outdoors. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Everyone's got a different thing on it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to a show at Lake Merritt tomorrow. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's so beautiful out. Yeah. It's yeah, it's going to be the same tomorrow. Which Great. is so weather-wise, which is so nice. Yeah, I was quite shocked actually. Well, working from home and um, walking outside of my place, I was like, "Wow, it's really that nice of a day." It said when I drove over to the station, it said it was eighty-two degrees. I don't know if that's true. Oh gosh, feels like it. Yeah, 
I got kind of hot walking over here, even in my even in my Amy Winehouse tank top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what would you say your biggest influences are, um, like music or vocally? Vocally, well. Ella Fitzgerald has always been my top. <laughs> um, Ella Fitzgerald, um, Mariah Carey, you and I talked about, Ooh. like our Rachel, our older sister, she had a Mariah Carey or multiple Mariah Carey CDs, and I definitely would sneak them and listen them in, into my in into my Walkman. Oh my gosh, I remember that Walkman. Throw you back. had one too? Well, I mean, I just call it a Walkman, but, you know, it was just like that CD, CD player, player thingy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. yeah, how awesome, huh? Um, yeah. Who else? I mean, I do love a lot of 90s, uh, 90s female singer-songwriters. Just Robin. Robin, Alanis Morissette, Ace of Base, for sure. Um, Gosh, who else? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I have a very, very eclectic, like, mix of music that I like. I do love, I mean, Nat King Cole is like, I love all his, I guess, Cole Porter, all of the songs that Cole Porter wrote. I love all those some melodic, um, but then some kind of more modern artists. I I really like SZA. I can't. <laughs> I like listening to SZA. It's hard to cover her songs because she has such a unique way of singing, like a unique cadence. But um, yeah, Lauren Hill. Um, yes. Uh, of course, like Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Our mom loved ABBA. 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 Yeah. Nice. Yeah. The Sound of Music. <laughs> the Sound of Music. Our mom, she, she, we grew up on The Sound of Music musical. And, <laughs> and The Wizard of Oz. Our grandma, shout out to our grandma. She, when we would visit her, we always watched The Wizard of Oz. So That was my first movie I remember watching. Really? And it was before we could say, I had a brother who was two years younger than me. But it was before we could even say wizard. Oh. Like we were, you know. Like you were four. too young. It was, it was too hard like of a word to say. Like you couldn't say wizard. <laughs> so it'd be safe. It was like um, the wooded bit of the wooded the the yeah. the, 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 the <laughs> That's so funny. That's so uh, cute. Yeah. It's, it was, gosh, it was so much fun. And those movies, I guess, the box office, what a mon- you know, monster explosion, you know, back when that came out with Judy Garland and... um. It was the first, it was historical in the the way they did the color, right? It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, that, that was a thing. Yeah, I think that's right when things turned color. Technicolor. Once they were making everything in Technicolor. Very cool. You know, the NSYNC uh, music video, <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Pop, was filmed uh, where the Wizard of Oz, where the Yellow Brick Road was. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That <laughs> fun fact. It's really great. I don't know. I just feel like entertainment, especially like the older that I get, is such a foundation of my being. Yeah. 
like it's influenced you very fundamentally. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I um, was hanging out at Dolores Park a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was looking out into the city and the skyline. I was like, and this is like Emerald City. This is like Wizard yes, of Oz. Yes, it looks like it's some like when you're standing on that hill and you see the 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 skyscrapers in the distance. Super, yeah. Yeah, and then the next day a friend of mine uh was like, Hey, you wanna go to Kansas with me? And I'm just like I think so. I don't know. Maybe it's supposed <laughs> to be that way. I don't know. Because I'd never been to Kansas before. Because mm-hmm. I'm a California kid, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> was it boring to you or was it kind of cool? It was pretty cool. Yeah. A good barbecue. Yeah. Um, sucker for some good barbecue. Yeah. I remember that, you know, someone said, someone says that they're healthy. It always concerns me because I'm just like, okay. Does that mean that you're a vegetarian or, or a vegan or something? What does that mean? I'm just like, that always scares me. There was, um, not that I have anything against vegetarians or vegans, but I'm a big barbecuer. <laughs> Will you go to town with some ribs with me? <laughs> yes, or smoke smoking chicken and stuff. Smoked meats. I had, there's a vegan You can mom. smoke a lot of veggies too and make them really good. Yeah, there's Like a- kebabs style. Where was I? I was somewhere up north, like Calistoga or something. And we went to this restaurant and they had vegetable fajitas. Yeah. I thought that was a clever idea. Were they idea. good? Uh, I actually didn't try. It was because it, it was a friend of mine's. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't know why I didn't just try, but um, I got to just a, go for the meat? <laughs> yeah. I had a, a taco salad and it was in this mm. yeah it was really good i had my hands full as it was so then i came back and so i have a smoker so i smoked up this uh these vegetables and especially the you know it makes sense with the portobello burgers mm. and that kind of thing the mushroom like you'd sink your teeth in it, it was i felt like it was like a steak yeah totally. mushroom can totally substitute nicely if you don't want to eat meat <laughs> <laughs> Getting hungry over here. I actually think I am getting a little hungry. <laughs> well, do you want me to play another song? Yes, absolutely. Okay. This is another clap. This is a classic. Um, sorry, my. I've... The beehive, yeah, the Amy Winehouse beehive. That it's dead Get on. The... <laughs> you guys nailed it. <laughs> All right, we got a Sarah Lolo in the box here. Mutiny oh. Radio FM. Live performance, ukulele performance to start off the weekend. Can you hear it okay? Oh, yeah. It's crystal clear. Yeah. Okay. This is The Cure. All the songs I'm bringing today are kind of softer songs. They're just about love and yeah. So here's another one, Just Like Heaven by The Cure. Show me, show me, show me how you do that trick The one that makes me scream, she said The one that makes me laugh, she said And threw her arms around my neck Show me how you do it And I promise you, I promise that I'll run away with you I'll run away with you 
dizzy edge I kissed her face and kissed her head And dreamed of all the different ways I had to make her glow Why are you so far away, she said When will you ever know that I'm in love with you That I'm in love with you Soft and only you who lost and lonely you who strangers angels dancing in the deepest oceans twisting in the water you're just like a dream you're just like a dream daylight licked me into shape I must have been asleep for days And moving lips to breathe her name I opened up my eyes And found myself alone, alone, alone Above a raging sea That stole the only girl I loved And drowned her deep inside of me You, soft and only and lonely you just like heaven thank you oh yeah i was having a technical difficulty with my music here yeah Ugh. sarah lolo amy winehouse in the box <laughs> that yes. was great you know what is I've, i i forget i might have mentioned uh i always like to cover female artists i like to mm -hmm. because it's just like it's so much different so I've, i feel like with the cure it's such a great rendition you know mm -hmm. what female artists do you like to cover i like um diana diana ross that's mm. fun oh nice yeah <laughs> i want to hear that sometime yeah can't hurry mm. love no you just have to wait yes yeah it's yes. just um I have Britney, Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Oh my gosh. I like to play the non-overplayed songs. I think she's mm -hmm. free now. Yeah, she's free. And now, what's next? Are you going to bring her back? I don't know. I think she's she, had I like five comebacks. <laughs> no, I think she's, I, I read somewhere that she's like not retiring perform once her thing is like officially. Conservatorship. Because she was kind of, you know, forced essentially to perform um make money that's tough because of her dad yeah yeah I, yeah I don't know I um to be a prisoner of your own fame so tough. yeah speaking of Amy Winehouse do you have right. that yeah do you have that desire to be you know big big rock star <laughs> I think it's uh easy to um glorify fame for sure and you know i think deep down we all just want to be recognized and um be able to express ourselves and be heard and uh yeah i i honestly i'm just 
You mean chewed up and spit out by Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, that's what it. I, yeah, that's what it. That's what it seems like. You know, I don't know. You, it's I'll, like you I'll see. I'll pass on that. <laughs> I think I'll take. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you see somebody. Yeah, get, hard no for me. When you see something like Britney Spears and Michael Jackson and you know all that stuff happening with fame, you know, you see somebody get eaten by a shark and you just don't want to swim in the water. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if people know about this now, but do you remember the show? Um, the Hollywood show it's like that would do the bios of of stars you remember that show you mean um, uh, v- VH1 was it like uh, uh, gosh why am I blanking now crap, what was it called they do a little bio on the, the stars like they did those documentaries they were like an hour long with commercials mm. of course yes yeah oh. anyway it just it, it just highlighted like all of the um Suffering. suffering that they had to go through and i feel like a lot of stars when you go back to their upbringing there are some really really sad stories with behind the music oh is that what it is behind the music it's called behind the music yeah no that's not what i'm thinking of hollywood true hollywood story oh, oh yeah true hollywood Shoot. story that was like on e or something e true hollywood story there it is yes, yes. there we go yeah so i i liked watching those growing up um to see the see the background of the talent. Yeah, I think being like Daniel Powder is kind of what I'm going for. Daniel Just Powder the, is the one hit wonder. <laughs> you know what song you remember? Do you need a refresher? It's he has the yeah. bad day song. Had a bad day. I like that song. Yeah. yeah, you wrote a happy song about a bad day. I liked it until they <laughs> was he an American Idol? Because they used it, then they, they used a song. Oh my god! American Idol when um, someone got eliminated. Someone got eliminated. I was like, oh my Dang. gosh. Yeah, it's those nice one-hit wonders are, are fun. Those one-hit wonders. I mean, Mariah Carey with with um, her Christmas song. Oh yeah. All I want for That's Christmas is you. She, she gets hella royalties on that every year. She like didn't have to make any other song except for that one. That is my one Mariah Carey cover that I do. Oh, yes. I should probably yes. do Great. more Mariah Carey covers. Right. It, yeah, she's my favorite. Um, what do you use to get your tabs or chords? So um, a lot of times I'll just go uh, by ear. Wow. But like depending on, you know, if I'm in a rush or anything. Yeah. Uh. I'll look up the tabs and I'll go to ultimate guitar tabs. Yeah. But a lot of times it's off. Like, oh, that moon dance one with uh-huh. uh, Van Morrison. That was mm-hmm. way off. Mm. I was playing the chords. I was like, this is uh, this is off, but this is what it is. And I would figure it out. Yeah. It's cool that you can do that. I just discovered <laughs> an awesome tool on ultimate guitar tabs that I didn't know about. Of course, like... I would try to see a song and be like, oh, it's too high for my my range or it's too low. And there's a little button to the right and it's just like transpose. And I was like, oh, are you serious? Yes. Yeah. That's an it's a game changer. Yeah. And then also they have a simplify button because sometimes, you know, it's like this for the uke, it's kind of. It can be kind of... Uh, you have to have an octopus hand. It just doesn't... Well, it doesn't translate <laughs> on the uke, I think, sometimes, having too many chords. All um, of our mutiny stuff and has octopus hands. 
That's great. <gasps> Did you know that? You're, no, you're, no, I didn't know that. So your um, your mascot could play the chords. Just some chords are like can That's be great. hard to reach with the fingers there. Yeah. So I remember maybe there was a song Sarah was talking about earlier where she was listening to the artist sing it, and I feel the same way if I listen to the original and I listen to the way that they sing it. It's hard for me to get back in my own head. Oh, totally. And so for to remember the lyrics for the song, I had to listen to it over and over again. But I also had to listen to Van Morrison sing the way that he sings. And so I have my own way of singing. But it's the same thing. Uh, Champagne Supernova by Oasis is the only song that I would ever, that I, actually, I take it back. I don't want to disparage anyone on the air or anything. But Oasis is like... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Wonder Wonderland or Wonder uh, Wonderwall is just such an overplayed song. But I really there's like... a meme. It's like and here's Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, and then Champagne Supernova. That's that's the one where I could okay, I could do this. But then you know um, Liam, right? Is that the guy? The Isn't main the... singer. Yeah, right. You, I think you would know better than me. Uh, yeah. So he, he's not really singing. He's doing some kind of talk, like he's kind of talking and singing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would listen to it back, and I'd listen to it, and I'd try to, yeah, anyways. I think Cake is fun. It reminded me of Cake, just the, the talking. Um, you yes. were covering a Cake song recently, weren't you? I was, yeah. I, um, I liked that. I liked that. Those are the short or long skirt. That's a good one. That's a good one that I can transpose now because... You know, it's too, it's so low. He's got a low voice. And so I could definitely go up and, or go up a key or whatever. But he does. Do you like cake? Yes. Yeah. I want a girl with a short skirt and a long jacket. Yes. I saw them live at the, there was a bluegrass festival that they do. And yes, Hardly Strictly. Hardly Strictly. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name of the other. And, um, well, I mean, you could tell that they were having a good time. Yeah, I want to say they're from around here. I want to say they're from around here. Maybe they are. They like, they come because it's a free, it's a free, um, event, isn't it? Yeah, Hardly Strictly. I remember. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, I love Hardly Strictly. I think a couple years ago, I went and it was so packed and people were walking their dogs and there were so many people that I couldn't even, yeah, I couldn't even, I felt bad. The dogs are getting stomped on. I'm just like, ah. And then, I don't know, I don't normally get claustrophobic, but I was just like in this big crowd of people and I couldn't even, I could barely see my friend. I was like, wow, I, I actually have heard that, that it like gets super packed. So you have to like come prepared with your, your resources. <laughs> wonder like yeah i did see robert plant came out <gasps> wow. to hardly strictly yes he did recently right in the past like five years yeah i think it was well it was before obviously the pandemic it must have been in yeah. 2019 and uh funny enough growing up as a kid you know jimmy page jimmy hendrix and carlos santana are my biggest influences on guitar so i was more of a jimmy page fan than a robert plant fan you know i was just like pouring mm-hmm. more into the guitar but he has an incredible voice and it just didn't his voice just sounded like he was Same 20 something before. years old yeah it was nice. just um i was totally mind blown i yeah definitely very he yeah. can get up there that's for sure he can get yeah. into his his head voice 
I That's saw what they the, call it, right? Head voice. Yeah, head voice. He's like, hey, yeah, he's doing the, yeah, he's doing so. I don't know how he even. It's the falsetto up there. That's what it is. Yeah, and so uh, there's this interview that I saw with him. That's one of my favorite interviews. And the guy that's running the show, the first thing he asked him, he's like, hey, Robert, got a question to ask you. Is it Beatles or Stones? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so Robert Plant kind of looks around the audience and everyone's laughing. And he said in his really thick English accent, he's like, Stones. Stones. Nice. <laughs> Great. And um, yeah, so and then he also told the story of when Led Zeppelin met Elvis Presley in a hotel room. And, uh, I mean, I can't imagine what they were doing, you know? <laughs> and that's when, so Presley was explaining to Robert Plant about the Delta Blues and the whole, you know, that whole movement. And then that's, I feel like a lot of people have resolved that, you know? I I'm not like what what is the Delta Blues? Oh jeez, you have to. I'm it's before my time. I told Sarah, it's a good thing your dad knows about Robert Johnson because I was like, oh, she probably just thinks I'm a you know a little bit out there. So that's what the Delta Blues is. So um, that was that Mississippi Delta Blues, and that's where it, you know where Presley and that really kind of the foundation of that whole movement, mm. and uh, and that's where. You know, with Robert Plant, he was talking about, like, how Presley had told him. He's like, wow, you know, he was saying... And the way he was talking about it, was like, you saw, you know, he met Elvis Presley. And he's like, man, if you met him, he was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was really cool. <laughs> you know, that's what he's... Um, and, yeah, he was just saying that, yeah, you know, Presley was a Delta Blues guy. Mm-hmm. So much came from that. I don't know. I always find myself talking about that Delta Blues thing more than... I don't know. It's just... I'll have to learn more about it. Yeah, I mean, the whole... The term of rock and roll and... So Delta Blues is like the... The name of the... Movement of music that Elvis Presley pioneered, essentially, or... So Lead Belly is actually like... You know, I guess the godfather or whatever, you know? Mm. And then um, Robert Johnson was somebody, a blues guitar player in the oh. 30s that died very young and died a very mysterious death. Weird. And he started the 27 Club. Oh, yeah. Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson, yeah. Wow. And so uh, so that's where it kind of... And so I imagine... So was, son, so was something controversial about... The Delta Blues movement, like, is yeah. that what you were talking about? Yeah, so the, the myth has it, I always, I feel like I talk about this a lot on the show, but the myth has it is a... <laughs> if, you're, if your listeners have already heard about it, you don't have to repeat it. Yeah, no, it's all right, no. Robert Johnson was a, um, a guitar player back in the 30s that sold his, he made a deal with the devil at the crossroads. He sold his soul to the devil in exchange to play the guitar like a be the biggest you know guitar player of all time yeah so that's the myth ah, i see and then he died 27 amy winehouse in the 27 yeah world? yeah look at that the stars are full aligning. circle perfect we haven't said rest in peace amy winehouse yeah. yet. rest in peace 
Amy Winehouse. R.I.P. Rip. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, do you want me to play? Another yes, song? absolutely. Whatever you are in the mood for. Okay. Sweet fantasy baby. Did it Okay, this is um, this is called "Going In" by Wild Child. Actually, hang on. I need to check something. Sorry. Brian Jones. Continue talking. <laughs> yeah, so Brian Jones. I need to check the tabs of this. Who's you know, Brian Jones? Brian Jones is the bass player in the Rolling Stones, the original. Mm. Actually, yeah, I think he he was multi-instrument. He played a lot of instruments. He did a lot of songwriting. Um, and he died at 27. He drowned in the bottom of a pool. <gasps> oh, Ugh. Was he uh, under the influence or? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Somebody said that. I mean, at that point, when you're someone in your band dies, it's like you're already a death rocker. You know, at that point, when you're someone in your band dies, and you go on to play more. I don't know. Yeah, gotta be crazy. The the drummer from Led Zeppelin. He was John Bonham. Yeah. He's arguably one of the best drummers of all time. I I think so. I actually think he is. He, he, yeah, he. I... But I'm a I'm a huge Zeppelin fan, so. Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. Oh. I had the wrong chords. Um... Hanging out in the airwaves. <laughs> yeah. I promise we won't talk about people dying for the rest of the show. <laughs> well, it is, Hall it is Halloween. I, I don't know. You're going to talk about here. ghosts, maybe. We're coming into Scorpio season soon. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay, so this is going in by Wild Child. I'm going 
there's so much I can't explain I know that I love but it wasn't enough still I'll see you all again I'm going up and up and up and up I'm going in I'm going Thank you. Lovely. Starting off the weekend with Sarah Lowe. Sarah Lolo. <laughs> yeah. Got a little tripped so up where, on some cord, but. Where where could everyone okay. find you? So, uh, my Instagram is at Sarah Lolo, and that's S-A-R-A-H-L-O-H-L-O-H. And um, my bio has my little link tree link, and it has my uh, YouTube channel which is called sarah singing songs and you can see my covers there um and i have originals i haven't recorded them on there but i am playing my original today my one original so far i have other originals but that one's more um that one's finished so uh yeah so i'll play that later but my I have my YouTube channel link there and my um, my Etsy shop because, as we talked about last time... <laughs> the Etsy shop is cool. Yeah, so I have uh, greeting cards. I make greeting cards and also prints. Um, and so, so far I just have... Um, I have year-round cards, but as the season is approaching the holiday season i'll be uh dropping some new um christmas cards and um i did thanksgiving cards one year but that wasn't really worth the production <laughs> so um christmas is christmas is on though and i also do customized cards so i have my printed cards and then um you can order a, a custom original card so you can kind of get a um it's almost like a tattoo like but on a card when i do people's customized cards it's pretty cool she does a wonderful job you should check out the ones she's made on her instagram yeah the etsy shop that's yeah that's really fun and uh there was somebody that sent me a card maybe it was last year and it was such a strange time and it didn't say happy Thanksgiving. It said happy everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of cute. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just think you could be really, you could do so much with that. But, the, you know, the Mr. Deeds, I don't know, I was a big fan of the Mr. Deeds. And you remember um, he wrote those cards? <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. Dang, that's one of the Adam Sandler movies I'm not as well versed in, but I know 
had friends who were obsessed with it. <laughs> you haven't seen so Mr. Deeds? cards? Mm-mm. All I remember yeah. is the frostbitten foot. That's all I remember. Yeah, so that was the one thing I have to say. <gasps> Turturro. John Turturro. John Turturro. Oh. That was the one thing I have to say about that particular one. Uh, Mr. Deeds is that they showed all the best parts in the trailer. Oh. So bef- right before it happened, you knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Then it's just like you could just watch the trailer and don't even watch the movie. I know some people who don't watch trailers for that reason. Like, they're just like, I'm Mm -hmm. just going to see the movie totally blind. Go in. There has been some, um, I like that too. I like to be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, knowing it's good and then just seeing it. Imagine going to a movie and not Googling it beforehand yeah it's more of a thing i am um, borat God. i remember that was a big movie that everyone's like oh my gosh this movie's so good this is like the best movie ever you should go see it and i'm just like oh, okay and then i went and saw it i'm like standards yeah like maybe if i didn't go into it with that high of an expectation you could have enjoyed it yeah I know I try not to to build people up with movies, even if I like love them. I'm like, yeah, I mean, see it for yourself. See it for yourself. I liked it. The movie theaters are back open again. Ooh, cool. I feel like of all the things that I missed a lot during the pandemic, it was going to the movies. Yeah. I was just remembering when I was 15, um, me and two other friends tried to sneak into Superbad. And we had tickets for Becoming Jane. <laughs> because that was the... That That's was... Right. We could see that one. But then my friend was like, I want popcorn. I'm like, come on. You're pushing it. We already got in here. We can go out there and like blow our cover. And sure enough, she comes back and she's like, guys... We have to go outside they're waiting for us oh no Dang. and so we had to get How out old were you? 15 15 and uh this is in virginia yeah oh yeah and and like we played innocent we were like oh you know our dad bought the tickets thank god they didn't actually ask us to show them our tickets because they trust they just took our word for it they're like oh well sure you can go see another movie but not that one but they didn't ask to see our tickets because if they had then they'd know we were fucking liars oh sorry (laughs) no you're fine it's not npr um you can curse like a sailor if you want that's fine well gosh yeah if i'm gonna get my cockney accent on (laughs) i really get real dirty with it yeah oh yeah it needs practice though it's a lot better than my English accent, that's for sure. Let's hear it, JW. <laughs> oh, wait a second. I uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just drawing a blank right now. I should really start to perfect my voices. I get mixed up with Australian, the Australian accent and the British. Brit. Yeah. It's also, like- Britons, British have a lot of, uh, you know, Variety. the Cockney accent, a little more like, you know, whatever. <laughs> And then, yeah. we'll and then yeah. there's like posh British. Um, right. Yeah. You're getting it down. I need some practice too, but. Yeah, you definitely practice a lot more than me. <laughs> but also, you know, when you're talking about that, you know, Australian accent or maybe another accent. 
it, it bring it reminds me of um dumb and dumber in the first scene yes when he pulls over he's like that's a lovely accent you have there <laughs> new jersey <laughs> austria he's like oh good day mate i told another shrimp on the bobby Oh, uh, no. that is that is. Uh, She's like, you're gonna have to help me out. My driver's a bit lost. <laughs> that's the first scene in the movie. Oh my gosh, that's a, that's one of uh, that was one of our household favorites. Yeah, same here. It's it's such a it's such a, you know, foundation. Yeah, those quotes are singed in my brain for my life. Yeah, that's great. Pretty sure I could quote the whole movie, like just yeah, scene to scene. <laughs> yeah, you know, this isn't my real job, you know. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Me and my friend Harry, we're going to start up a pet store. <laughs> and then she asked, how are you going? I said, I got worms. <laughs> I beg your pardon? <laughs> I got worms. That's what we're going to call it. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, driving yeah. her to the airport. Then he turns around. He's like, you know. <laughs> What's a chance? He's like, it? you nervous about the flight? He's like, you're more likely to die on the way to the airport than... In flight. That's funny. Can you keep your eyes on the road, please? Yes. Um, what's the chances a guy like you and a girl like me getting together? <laughs> yeah, just give me a number. Just any number. More like one out of a million. One in a million. He's like, like one out of a hundred? <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance, yeah. huh? Yeah. What was that all one in a million talk, huh? <laughs> what was it that all one in a million talk back there? Oh, it's, yeah, I just can't oh, get enough of it. Mm. I uh, Wizard of Oz, and then then Dumb know, and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> Tommy Boy as well. I got into that. Tommy Boy. This cross country trip that Neil Nybert from Nalamore and myself went on um, Memorial Day weekend. Actually, drove through Virginia for the first time. That it felt like. Tommy Boy. Oh, really? Yeah, and Dumb and Dumber combined. I right. Like They're both road trips. I I, I oh. might be cut out for the road. I actually feel like with this whole working remotely thing that I might be road. getting more work done on the road. Oh, super saggy yeah. of you. Isn't Yeah, I think it is, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Adventurous. Isn't a Leo fire, too? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Sages are kind of known for fire. their, like, yeah. exploration, traveling... I never did really New much traveling until recently. I got a passport. I've been in Mexico. That's it. Yeah. It can, I mean, it can also apply to like, you know, traveling in your mind. Like it's like higher learning kind of. Yeah. Anyway. You ought to have Becca on sometime and talk about some astrology, some astrology stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have you do like, um, I, was a, yeah. I did see that you have the tarot cards. Yes. And yeah. I mean that that'd be really fun. Like I, there was some, there's a couple. I've left an option like for some guests that I've had on the show. Like if you want to do a tarot card reading, and yeah. I don't know. I just never got around to learning how to do it. Yeah. But it'd be cool right, to have. You have cards, don't you? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same brand. Might be different cards, but same brand as the ones that you have. I had somebody. We did a leap year show, um, February 29th, 2020, and. Somebody there was it um Mindy, she's in the band called uh, Dream Beamer, and she was doing tarot card readings while the band. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. 
Oh, cool. While the band was playing, or? I might have been afterward, actually, the more I think about it. I think it was afterward. She did a little reading. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're fun. Very fun. Nice reflective tool. Yeah, so. This has been really, really fun. I definitely, I feel like I, I could just listen to the ukulele all day. I could just, <laughs> okay. I cool. could play one more. I mean, I have one more song. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm thinking. We could close it out. And also, I just recently, I did an impromptu live on my Instagram, and I played for two hours, actually. So um, that was super fun, and I was like, dang, I should do this more. And so I'm going to have another live uh, soon. And I'll definitely like put. I'll advertise that on my page. And Becca and I sing together. She harmonizes with me <laughs> beautifully, or we harmonize together because sometimes she does lead. Um. So, um, yeah. So this is an original. I'm still workshopping the title, but um, I wrote this when I was uh, lonely in New York City. And homesick and missing my family. And, um, yeah. So I'm going to dedicate that to them today. (laughs) Um, Okay. Sarah Lolo. You're live on the airwaves. Ukulele. Okay. Um... Yeah, I don't have a title for this yet, but for all intents and purposes, it's just called running. (laughs) 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 Okay. Is that good? Sounds crisp. Yeah. Cool.
great way to close it out. That was fun. Thank you very much for running, having huh? me. Yeah, for now. I mean, maybe I'll just stick, I'll just leave it at that. Lonely in New York, running? Running. <laughs> running lonely in New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. And thank you for having us. Yeah, it's really yeah. fun. Sarah Lolo, check her out on Instagram, Etsy shop, the whole shebang. Yes. Comedy festival here. We're going to a costume. Costume wow. ball. Wow, the, the virtual audience just just keeps on coming. <laughs> we are going to be uh, playing back a comedy Tiki Desk concert here shortly. And uh, we're going to be getting geared up for the, the festival here. Yeah, it's great. So this is... Um, oh, this is at this jazzy comedy showcase. There it is. All right. We'll catch you next week. Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. Jazzy comedy for you.
for sure. Do We are playing back a jazzy comedy showcase, Tiki Desk Concerts. We are getting geared up for an open mic here any moment. And it just gets spookier and spookier. This is uh, Chris Nosco. What a funny guy. Animals that are still alive. I mean, not <laughs> not like in the museum, but like still existing today. There was like squirrels and coyotes and raccoons <laughs> and skunks. And it's like, why are you gonna have a uh, 
a display of animals that are still in existence and call yourself a museum, I don't know. I think it was more of a taxidermy. Um, I was walking through my neighborhood and I saw a raccoon and was like, hey, I just paid $4 to see you. It's a bit much. Just because you have uh, one woolly mammoth tusk on the wall does not make you a museum. It makes you a gas station in Alaska. <laughs> has to do it. I don't know if I could work there. Uh, I don't know. Too much guilt. Um, for a while, I was going on a lot of job interviews. Uh, I was in one job interview, and uh, this woman kept calling me out about my posture. Everything I would do, she would call me out. I started the interview like this. She's like, if you sit like that, it means that you're nervous. So I switched to this. She's like, if you sit like that, it means that you're defensive. So I spent the rest of the interview like this. I was like, all right, what does that mean? She's like, it means that you're not going to get the job. It's not going to work out. I, I had longer hair, but I cut it for a job. Uh, cut it to about right here. But you can see that that's a weird length. Like right here's a weird length. Uh, I asked for a trim. Like I said the word trim, but I think she heard lesbian. <laughs> so for a while I was very uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, but I grabbed it pretty hard. <laughs> Tried to make do with it. Uh, so I was watching women's soccer, and I was like, why do I look like all of them? <laughs> I look like an angel. I do. I think so. I think I look a little bit too much like an angel to feel comfortable visiting people in the hospital. Because <laughs> I feel like maybe they'd wake up with me next to their bedside and be like, oh, is this heaven? And I'd have to be like, no, this is Kaiser. <laughs> a little bit different. Uh, but they want you to live well and thrive. Some lady. Uh, for me, it always goes back to religion because I was I was raised Christian. Anybody else raised yep. religiously? There's a couple people here. You seemed, you seemed a little uh, bitter about that. <laughs> like, uh, yep. <laughs> nice. Okay. I know. I know the feeling. Um, I don't know because I was I was raised in that community and uh, it was always kind of a weird thing because we would do communion. Are you familiar with communion? Uh, the priest hands you a cracker and says, this is the body of Christ. We eat it in remembrance of him. And as a little kid I was like, yeah, you want me to eat his body to, to remember him? Can I just remember him? <laughs> Can I just think about him sometimes? Um, and then I try it, and it's like, wow, for a savior of men, he's very salty. <laughs> and uh, crushed in the kitchen, I'm telling you. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, Jesus wasn't even white, but now he's a cracker. <laughs> See, you don't think he was black, and I don't think he was white. Yeah. So he must have been Arab. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we figured it out. Uh, anyway, I'm just happy that, you know, we're out and about again and bars are open and stuff like that. Anybody else excited about that? 
this is a this is a very new setup for me. I've never had somebody manning a grill uh, in the audience. But it's very cool, man. Internal temperature 165. Holy shit. Nice. Bars are back open. You never know what you're going to see at a bar. Uh, I was at a bar and there was a guy who was probably drunk. He was walking around. He would bump into something change direction keep going bump into something change direction keep going bump into something change direction keep going and i'm pretty sure that's how the roomba was invented <laughs> i feel like some engineer saw this guy and was like this motherfucker could at least be picking up dirt <laughs> he's covering all that ground <laughs> anyway, I'm just happy to be out and about again because uh, I was at home for a long time just watching stupid mafia documentaries and mafia movies and stuff like that. And I started asking myself odd questions like, I wonder if people in the mafia ever watch baseball and go, now that's how you swing a bat. <laughs> I wonder if pro baseball players ever watch mafia movies and go, now that's how you beat a wife. <laughs> Sorry. 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 There. Heard it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, uh, I don't know. I'm big into mafia culture. I'm also big into uh, long lines. Anybody else? Long lines? I thought it was in line for the vaccine, but I was actually at In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> and I got all the way up to the front, and uh, they were like, hi, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, can I have one uh, Moderna? <laughs> they are like, uh, we don't have Moderna here. Oh, okay. Can I have one Pfizer? They were like, sir, this is a fast food restaurant. Oh, okay. Can I have one Pfizer very quickly? <laughs> for here to go, for here to go. Uh, because last year I was scared, man. I was scared if I had a sore throat or a cough or anything like that. I was like, oh no, I've got it. I'm sick and I'm going to die. I don't want to die like that. If I'm going to die, I want to have a heart attack. Like an American. <laughs> like a real American. <laughs> how, how am I doing in the kitchen? Okay. <laughs> How are the potatoes? Pretty good? Potatoes are dumb, they're just chicken. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I do, uh, I do a lot of driving. Drive all over the place. Um, but I'll tell you about, about that in a second. Uh, <laughs> because it's a shared experience, and I want to talk about shared experiences. Do you guys... Do you get a lot of random numbers calling you throughout the day? Does that happen to anybody else? Yeah. Just all the time, just random numbers? That happens to me so much. And uh, the other day, my number was calling me. Like, my own phone number was calling me, and I was like, what the fuck do I want? Don't I know that I'm driving? I drive all over the place. <laughs> uh, when I drive, I do funny voices, just as a way to kill the time. And uh, we all know that our phones are listening to us, so it's always kind of weird to do a bunch of voices and then get an ad on Pandora that says, living with schizophrenia is hard. <laughs> but Rick Salty can help. 
Part of that joke is that I still listen to Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made the jump to Spotify yet. Just not there. Maybe when I get out of this kitchen. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen, bro. Um, very nice. I used to, uh, I used to not have to drive anywhere because I used to live in New York. Anybody, any East Coasters? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? This is on that grill. <laughs> Are you doing uh, whole legs? Chicken the whole legs? Oh no, just the thighs. Just the thighs, okay. Oh, I tried. <laughs> I'll come back when you actually have the entire leg. Bro. I'm just kidding. Thighs are great. I'm a butcher. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, it's not important. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, I used to live on the East Coast. I lived in New York. Uh, I lived in Brooklyn. And uh, you guys didn't. Because <laughs> somebody would have... Well, who? <laughs> uh, so I lived in New York, and uh, I met a girl who was living in California while I was in New York, and she flew all the way to New York to see me, but we didn't know each other very well. She just kind of showed up one day. And uh, if you don't already know, that's a red flag. She said, <laughs> uh, That's a red flag that's about 3,000 miles long. <laughs> so we had sex <laughs> and uh, when we had sex she was like uh, what are you into what do you like and I was like you know it would be really hot if you could pay me back for that plane ticket because <laughs> uh, when I have sex I, I don't wear condoms I just try to come in good people if, uh, if you have a degree, I'm not pulling out. <laughs> uh, unless it's like a film degree. <laughs> Try to eat some chicken after that joke, bro. I'm still going for it. Nice. <laughs> Living in New York was a little bit tough because I was born and raised on the West Coast and I'm spoiled by this great weather that we have. Uh, so living there, I was mostly just trying to get used to the weather. You ever check the weather somewhere and it says something like, like 40 degrees but feels like 30? <laughs> or 30 degrees but feels like 20? Uh, I notice this kind of thing when I meet people now. Uh, for example, my old manager, nice guy, but he feels like a liar. <laughs> Pretty sure I've been getting lied to this whole time. Uh, and he had really bad breath. He had really bad breath to the point where, like, he's my manager, but his breath is my supervisor. So he'll tell me to do something.
The ticky ticky buzz, the sun wakes the sky. I fumble through my fuzz and buzz, Mr. I. Tell him scoop the beats in a flying saucer kit. Meet me at the port with the nickel bags and shit. Told my pops I'm out, earthbound with the crew. He said butterfly made the boogie be with you. Left my mom's a note with these quotes on the trunk. It says I split to earth to resurrect the funk. A dozen snapple pops in a little box of beats. Traveling through space with the funky funky beats. Stopped at Pluto to cop some petrol. Met some Klingons and got our things on. Cruise at warp six with Mr. Wiggles in the mix. Hendrix passing peace, star child gave the fix. The saucer shook the heavens with the blooms and the bands. Because when we hit New York, Shazam. We dropping like a comet and this Vulcan tried to spark it. These Martians tried to do it, but knew they couldn't cop it. The others from a brother planet lands in the flesh from up in sector six. Yes, sure. And it's good to be here where we landed up on Lex. Stirring up the ground with the sound of Buggy Fresh. And the hard rocking kids that did it for the black. When the boom was on their feet and the bomb was on their back. We learned it and we earned it, so you know you gotta hand it. We planned it when we left, how to freak it and to slam it. Add a ladybug, transformation is complete. For the metamorphosis from the box to the Jeep. And it's good to be here getting fly with the rap. Yeah. And on dots and tongue, 
Searching for a relax, pulling from the jazz stacks cause it's Sunday. On the air is incense, sounds to the ceiling. Trying to get this feeling since Monday. Looking out the window, watching all the people go. Bugging off a funny vibe cause now it seems they're equal. Wonder what we train say, wonder what my pops say. Bugging off the calmness in the apple. Who me? I'm cooling in New York, I'm chilling in New York. The hoods is on my block and the brothers at the court. The baseball hats is on and the projects is calm. Extended and highly recommended. But early birds like me's up checking out the scene. The early worms jog, forget about your job. Just come dig the essence while the decadence is hidden. When people act like people, the theory isn't pigeon. If you know the norm, it's like Hades transformed. On Sunday's early hours, the city sprouts its flowers. So get with the rhythms while you get in with the planets. Vibe off the jams, but don't take them for granted. Just chill. Through the streets and search of funky beats. Extensive is the travels and it's heavy on the sneaks. Yeah, it's kicking out the speakers of the Sunday morning cheapers. My man, do planners do it lovely? And my brother's and my keeper. Mama. We foot it to the park where the swoon units walk. And sit with the Phoenicians, digging on musicians. Hanging with the rebels, sipping on a snapple. Bugging with my crew, just tripping in the apple. You be thinking peace when you vibe with your flock. But you be thinking, damn, everybody got a Glock. If you got some beef, please express that in silence. Or else. Violence. But right Violence. here is the life, it's the children of the concrete. Living off the fruits and the functions of the fat beats. Hip hop's all around, the members is growing. Please dig on the sounds, cause the good vibes they snowing. So chill. So chill. Games on. Maybe it's the running reps, maybe it's the Knicks, maybe it's a rerun of an old TV show like Hawaii 5 or Karate Flicks. Maybe if the phone rings, Butterfly will take wings, speaking on some cool things, fronting like I cope. Born under flat ground, now I'm chilling shaky ground, reaching for Pacific Heights, Sunday is my rope. Dig it. Sunday's to relax, Sunday's to relax. Some Sunday morning drama is calling up my mama. The hotline is in, I guess the Silvers knew the deal. Vibing off the jams of the cruise on Sugar Hill. Lay around and think, ain't nothing to do. Checking out some from, some Sartre, Camus. Mingus is our um, damn roach can drum. The deep peas are life, there they go, here they come. It's time to grab some loot, put on the timber boots. Checking out some dollies, like Tasha and Kamali. New York is a museum with its posters and graffiti. If you're in the city on Sunday, come check me, get with me. 